Guys, I have to talk about one of my favorite companies for nursing and pregnant mamas, Kindred Bravely. Perhaps more important than her clothing is Deanne, the founder's mission to build a community of moms who support and celebrate each other, which I freaking love. In fact, she chose the name Kindred Bravely to represent the sisterhood we join as moms and the courage it takes to raise our children. As moms, we've got to stick together. We're family now, and we have the same struggles and the same desires. So check out Kindred Bravely for the best maternity and nursing wear you'll ever wear. I'm serious. You can use code HUSTLE20 to save 20% off your purchase at kindredbravely.com. Some exclusions apply. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We're your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the show. If you love the show and don't want to miss another episode, make sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on. Now, if you're someone who's trying to live a cleaner, more natural lifestyle, but you get easily overwhelmed with where to even start, then today's show is for you. We are chatting with the co-founder and chief brand officer of Hilma, Lily Gayliff. Lily built her career as a creative brand marketer and strategist managing content and partnerships at places like Vogue, Vox, and Refinery29 before starting her company, Hilma, a natural remedy and supplement company. At Hilma, she leads all brand, community, and content strategy initiatives. And today, we sat down and chatted with her about all things clean living and how she started her brand, Hilma. She tells the story of how her and her friends noticed a gap in the market of the supplement and wellness industry. They noticed how every time they had a headache or went to go take a cold medicine, it was always filled with those sugary packets with unnatural ingredients that just aren't the best for you. And so they decided to actually do something about it. And her story legit is so inspiring for any entrepreneur just wanting to create something that they see that isn't being done in a specific industry or market. Or on the flip side, if you're just someone wanting to learn more about clean living and where to even get started with natural remedies and supplements to your everyday products that you're ingesting and putting in and on your body, then you have to hear what Lily has to say. She gives practical steps on where to even start if you're wanting to dive into trying more clean products. She lists a bunch of ingredients and chemicals to be aware of and lists places that she recommends shopping as well as specific brands that she recommends trying out. Now, this episode is so great for any entrepreneur who wants to be encouraged and inspired to tackle a problem in the marketplace or any guy or gal wanting to move away from toxic products and into natural, clean living. Ah, it's a good one. So let's get to the show and chat with Lily. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Lily, welcome to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are so freaking excited for this interview. I'm so excited to be here. It's going to be so fun. Okay, so for our audience who might not know who you are, do you want to just kind of give us the rundown of yourself, how you got to where you are today, all of the all the tea? <laughs> Of course. Um, so I'm Lily. Um, I am the co-founder and chief brand officer of Hilma. And if you're not familiar with Hilma, we make natural remedies that actually work. Um, our products are essentially clean, natural versions of anything that you could find in the OTC aisle. Um, and 
my sort of career trajectory to get here has been um, very unique. I was an art history major, an art history and French major, actually, in college. Um, And when I first graduated, I moved to New York, and my dream was to work at an art auction house. Um, And I was very lucky to, to get a job working at Christie's in the Impressionist and Modern Art Department, which was an amazing experience. Um, You know, so cool, such talented people. Um, But I I ultimately, I was there for a couple of years and I realized that, you know, art for me was more of a passion than a career path. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was kind of left not really knowing what to do because I had sort of so intently focused on that as as my career. until that point. So I moved from there to a job at Vogue um, because I just thought that sounded really cool. Um, (laughs) And it was very cool. It was ultimately, you know, a little bit less glamorous than I had anticipated. Um, But it was really interesting for me because I got, I was on the PR and brand marketing team and I got to work really closely with Vogue.com and kind of witness the the digital evolution of the magazine. Um, and that kind of started my interest and love of content. Mm-hmm. Um, and so from there, I went over to Vox Media um, and then where, where I was really focused on kind of like the revenue side of the business and understanding how platforms were using digital content to um, make money. Um, and then from there, I moved over to Refinery29, where I kind of like found my home. Um, I was at Refinery for over three years, um, leading our fashion and retail partnership. So I was working with brands like Target and H&M to kind of translate their marketing goals into a coherent content strategy that, you know, a, a Refinery29 reader would be excited about engaging with. Um and so that's kind of, and then from there I started Hilma. So I, that was, that's kind of my trajectory. And, and at Hilma, I am focused on our brand, kind of all the ways that we show up in the world from our social channels, to our website, to our packaging, um, to our kind of community building initiatives. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my, my path here. That's awesome. I love how you dabbled in so many different just companies and giving that you that experience to then start Hilma. So I want to dive into Hilma a little bit. Would you be able to tell us a little bit about the company in general and just the story of how you and your co-founders, Hillary and Nina, all met and started Hilma? Of course. Um, so I mentioned Hilma. We make natural remedies that actually work, um, you know, natural clean alternatives to anything you might find in the over-the-counter aisle from, you know, headaches to immune support to gas and bloating, indigestion, allergies, all that fun stuff that we all kind of experience <laughs> from time to time. For um, sure. And so my co-founders and I actually all knew each other as friends prior to starting the business. Um, Nina, who is uh, Hillary's co-CEO, um, is my oldest friend. So we met in second grade. We've been friends for a really long time. Um, and, you know, never really thought about starting a business together, but, you know, I'll, I'll explain kind of how that happened. And, and Hillary is one of Nina's friends from business school who I had kind of met through Nina and really connected with um, 
socially. The three of us actually went on a trip to Japan um, many years yeah. before we started Hilma. So we were all quite friendly. Um, and, you know, one day we were hanging out and I wasn't feeling well. And I was like, oh, I, you know, I really feel like I have a cold coming on. Does anyone have anything that I can take? And Nina pulled a, a ubiquitous kind of immune support product out of her bag that I'm sure you guys have seen everywhere. Um, kind of like orange and sugary with, you know, pretty sad branding. Um, right. we, just kind of this, we just kind of had this moment of like, wait a second, why are we, you know, three people who are, you know, buying organic food, shopping at Whole Foods, using Mrs. Meyers products, you know, we're, we're, we've kind of transitioned to clean and natural products in all areas of our lives. Why is this the product that we're reaching for? Like, why is this what, what we have in our bag? Right. And we became obsessed with that kind of white space and, you know, looked across the whole aisle at the pharmacy and noticed that, you know, many of these brands just have, are the exact same as what we were taking when we were little kids. And both from a product and a brand perspective really hadn't evolved in the same way that so many other um, brands have across, you know, household cleaning products, food, skincare, beauty, everything. Um, Mm -hmm. And so we really felt like it was time for the, the OTC aisle and the medicine cabinet to kind of have a bit of an evolution. So we, like I said, became obsessed with the idea. All of us were working at different jobs at the time. And so for the first year, we really just met on nights and weekends and, you know, did a ton of research about the space and kind of validated the idea. Um, and then decided that, you know, it was time to, to, to actually start the business. Wow. How was that? for all of you, because it it sounds like Nina and Hillary met in business school from what you said. So did they feel like they were equipped to start like a small startup company? Did you feel that, you know, coming from a background in PR and, you know, art history, like, did y'all feel equipped for it? Or was it kind of like jumping in the deep end of the pool and hoping that you know how to swim? (laughs) So what I will say is I think that we all have very different skills. So Nina and Hillary both went to Harvard Business School. They both have worked at early stage startups before um, Nina at Harry's and Hillary at um, Jet Black and also at Fiji Water. So Mm -hmm. the two of them really had the kind of nuts and bolts of like, how do you start a business? I never thought of myself as an entrepreneur and never thought that I would start Mm -hmm. a business. But I did feel very confident in my ability to understand how to create a brand that would resonate with our target customer and how to create a content strategy that would be really effective and meaningful. Um, so I think, you know, we, we were pretty excited about the different ways that all of our skills kind of could combine to make a team that would be really strong. The one place where we really did not have experience was in the kind of medical and scientific space. Mm -hmm. So that was actually the first thing that we did, um, in that first year was, look up every doctor and thought leader in the holistic health space and put together a phenomenal board of doctors um, to help us formulate the products because we were coming at it really from a consumer perspective. We were like, I want this product. Like yeah. I am the person who would use this product and I know what it should look like. I know what it should 
feel like I know how it should work, but I don't know how to make it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so putting together that board was really key for us. And that was actually the thing that once we had those people in place, that was kind of the external validation that we needed in order to say, okay, we're going to quit our jobs and we're going to do this. Um, And we knew from the beginning that the scientific aspect would be really important to us because our first question was, okay, like, you know, do natural remedies actually work? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Of us kind of had our own experience, um, different experiences with, you know, the power of natural remedies and natural ingredients. So we knew that it would work, but we knew that that would be the first question asked. So having yeah. a really strong scientific foundation was always very important to us. Um, and we actually think about that in a couple of different ways. Having the, the doctors involved in the creation of the products is sort of the first piece for us. Um, the second is that we only use ingredients in our products that have a wealth of clinical research behind them. So what that means is that the product has, or sorry, the ingredient has been tested in a clinical setting, meaning like on human beings um, and right. the application that we're using it for. So for example, if there's a study on ginger being really effective for um, indigestion, it goes in our indigestion product. It doesn't go in our, um, you know, immune product, for example, even though there happen to be great studies on it for immunity. So it actually is in our immune product. Um, and that, <laughs> that can be very limiting for us because, you know, we aren't actually including like the trendy new ingredients on the wellness scene. Like we don't have any CBD in our products, et cetera, because mm-hmm. we're really focused on tried and true ingredients. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And then the third piece um, for the our kind of focus on science is that we actually do our own clinical studies on our products themselves. And that's wow. really important because um, I'm not sure how familiar you all are with herbs, but um, they are powerful on their own, but they tend to have a synergistic effect, which means mm-hmm. that in combination, the effects on the body can actually be different and in many cases more powerful than mm-hmm. The ingredients on their own. So we felt that it was really important for us to actually test the products in a clinical setting as the fully formed formulation to see the effects that it has on the body. And that's been really powerful for us. One from just like a brand value perspective and investing in, in scientific research in this space, because we believe in it, but also from a marketing perspective, because it having done that research enables us to say things like, 94% of people who tried our upset stomach relief product experienced relief within 30 minutes. Um, mm. So I just kind of went a little bit on a tangent there, but I will. No, I will but, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm obsessed to just, I'm nerding out like probably with you, which is like all of the back end, like science behind it. Cause even just what in intrigue you guys to even want to start this business in the first place, I think is such a relatable thing, especially to women in their twenties and thirties realizing like taking that, I mean, I don't want to drop names, but like emergency pack, for example, mm-hmm. like out of your bag. And you're like, wait, what? like, what are the actual ingredients in all of this? Like, what yeah. is there a better way? Cause I think we have seen this movement. I think of a lot of women, especially as they become even moms and just working women wanting mm-hmm. to move into like more of a clean and natural space and, and kind of like going through all the products that you're using in your life and just beauty and wellness and health and all of that and realizing, oh, wait, 
like some of these ingredients aren't maybe what I want or I just, I love that you guys found that gap or, or noticed that gap and were like, wait, hold up. There's not necessarily a cleaner option in this space. So I guess that kind of leads me to the question of uh, what made you even want to pursue like a cleaner natural option other than like that moment of like realizing, hey, mm-hmm. is there a cleaner natural version of an immune booster or something like that? Like what made you want to go natural in the first place? Yeah. So I think each of us, you know, the three kind of founders had had our own really positive experiences with natural ingredients. Like I, my kind of version of this is as a kid, my mom would never let me buy um, any like beauty or skincare products when I was in middle school. So I would read all these articles and I would like make my own face masks (laughs) and like makeup and stuff using things in the kit. Like I was obsessed with egg white face masks and I would like put cucumbers over my eyes. And so I just kind of, <laughs> yes. that kind of foundationally shifted something in me where I was, where I always wanted to try mm-hmm. a natural option wherever I could. Um, and, you know, Nina and Hillary both, I mean, Hillary really suffered from allergies when she was a kid. Um, and her mom would always kind of concoct these natural remedies and it was the only thing that worked. So we kind of, all knew the power of natural ingredients. Um, and then just generally, I mean, each of us had been kind of early adopters to like the clean living trend. I think like, you know, my parents were shopping at, it wasn't even Whole Foods at that point. It was like the natural food store, um, Mm -hmm. when I was growing up. And so it was just kind of ingrained in me to, to always, you know, be thoughtful about what I was putting in and on my body. And I think obviously that has now become, you know, quite mainstream uh, Mm -hmm. as a, as a kind of filter for the types of products that we use. Um, And so I think it it really just felt so obvious, I guess, like once we had that, we were just like, this needs to exist. Yeah. No, I feel like once, when you're raised in, you know, surrounded by natural remedies and like, you know, sourced from the earth, like from, you know, that type of environment, you just can't ever go back. Like there's, you realize the power, the health, the, you know, the benefits that come from it. And you're not trained to be masking the symptoms. You're trained to be solving the problems. Um, So I, I love hearing just that you're like, well, it was just part of my story. Like it, it was a natural progression of experiencing that growing up, you know, for all of you and then realizing something needed to change with the modern medicine cabinet. (laughs) Totally. And just one, like, just to be clear, like if you have a serious migraine, like you should totally take Excedrin. Like we're we're pro (laughs) medicine. Like sometimes you just can't use a natural option and that is totally fine. But I think like what we were experiencing and what I'm sure you guys have experienced is like, it didn't feel good to be taking that super frequently. Mm -hmm. And, you know, many of us get like, you know, digestive issues weekly or, you know, Mm -hmm. that, that afternoon tension headache or, you know, spring season rolls around and you're just like unbearably sniffling every single day from allergies. And in those situations, it's nice to have a natural option that you can trust to be effective. Yeah. I love that. Well, Lily, could you talk to us a little bit about some of the actual products? Because I know you've talked a little bit about them, but I'm personally curious as a consumer, are these products something that you would say replace those, you know, like 
like ibuprofen almost in your medicine cabinet that you take like in that moment when you need to like, you know, combat that, that afternoon tension headache, or are these products that you're kind of taking throughout like your week to prevent them, you know, help your body, whatever. Like I, I would love to hear just a little bit more about your actual products. Of course. Yeah. So that is a great question. Um, and that is kind of the biggest thing that makes us as a brand different from most wellness ingestibles that you'll see out there. We really mm-hmm. are meant to be used in the moment for relief. Amazing. Um, and so it really is kind of using instead of a product that you might find, um, in the OTC aisle. Um, Mm -hmm. but the difference is that it is a product, our products help in the moment, but actually help build and strengthen your systems over time as well. So if you're a person who gets, you know, indigestion every night after you eat dinner, if you take our product, it will help you. If you take our upset stomach relief product, um, which is meant to target that issue, um, it will help relieve those symptoms in the moment. But if you're taking it frequently, it will actually help strengthen your digestive tract over time and help reduce the frequency of the issue itself. So it's nice because it's not something you have to take every day preventatively. It's really meant to be in the moment relief. But as an added benefit, each of our products does help to kind of reduce the issue over time as well. I love that. Yeah, that's so cool. I feel like that's not that is not a common product that you're seeing in the natural space these days at all. So I love this. Well, and could you give us like an overview of even the type of issues that some of your products cover? Like I know you talked about indigestion or pain or things like that, but just like give us a spectrum. Yeah. So we, our products really fall in three categories. Um, The first is digestive. So we have a product and which is like, very popular. Um, I think a lot of people struggle with, you know, a myriad of digestive issues. Um, and we have three products in that category. One is focused on indigestion. One is focused on gas and bloating. And both of those are capsules that you can take whenever you're experiencing the problem. And then we have another product called Stomach Reset, which is a really great, it's meant to be sort of uh, rehydrating and rebalancing for your stomach after you've had some sort of issue. So, you know, if you're super hungover, for example, or if you've just had food poisoning and your stomach is just off, it's a great way to kind of reset. So it's a little packet, um, that you pour into water and you can take it every day for seven days to like really kind of reset your gut. Um, and then, so first category digestion, second is immunity. Um, so we have an immune support, which was kind of like that, the genesis of, you know, the concept. (laughs) Um, so we have an immune support packet that you pour into water that also comes in gummy form, which has elderberry in it, which people really love. Um, and then we also have indoor outdoor support, which is, um, for allergies. Wow. So that's kind of the immunity category. And then we also have tension relief, which is for occasional tension headaches. So that's the product that you would use, you know, you've been staring at a screen all day, um, or maybe, you know, you were drinking last night and you, you need some relief. That's a great product. 
photographers, listen up. Do you struggle with editing in Lightroom? Are you confused as heck about organizing catalogs, backing up your images, calling takes you actual ages, and editing as a whole just leaves you feeling discouraged and frustrated and maybe bored too? If that is you, consider us Santa on Christmas morning because we have a completely free Lightroom challenge for you that walks you through everything we just mentioned, including a bunch of tricks and hacks that make editing in Lightroom a million times easier and faster. The challenge includes five videos, roughly 30 to 50 minutes each of Evie and I tackling some of the trickiest topics on editing and teaching you exactly how we use Lightroom to edit drool-worthy photos. We cover our favorite tools within Lightroom that will change your editing game, and we teach you how we import, cull, upload, backup, and catalog our photos in a way that is efficient, fast, and reliable. You don't want to miss this challenge, my friend. And if your editing needs a refresh and you just want to know how we edit our photos, this is the place to be. Sign up and join the challenge at theheartuniversity.com forward slash challenge. One more time, that's theheartuniversity.com forward slash challenge. And we can't wait to see you there. Do you feel like every time you send an email to an inquiring client, there's crickets? You're never getting clients to respond back to you and you're just sitting there like, what the heck am I doing wrong? Well, my friend, we're about to solve your problem for free. Did you know that the most important part of the very first email you send an inquiry is your pricing guide? (gasps) Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Yes, and your pricing guide should be an avalanche of professional excellence, details, problem solving, and information for your ideal client. They should walk away from that pricing guide asking, where the heck has this person been my whole life? Now, if your pricing guide isn't leaving your clients in awe, then you need to change it. Now, we are about to help you do just that with our free guide, Seven Essentials to Include in Your Pricing Guide. If you are ready to level up and prove your value to your clients, you need this. Head to theheartuniversity.com forward slash guide dash freebie to snag it theheartuniversity.com forward slash guide dash freebie. I love that it just covers a good spectrum across the board of things that we deal with as human beings on the day. Okay. But I have a question. So moving a little bit into, if somebody's listening to this and they're like, okay, love this. I'm personally trying to look for cleaner brands and trying to research the ingredients behind them. Do you have any tips or suggestions on what to even look for or to stay away from just because I think it can be so overwhelming when someone's first trying to move Mm -hmm. into more of a natural ingredient space and replace their toxic products. Like, Mm -hmm. do you have any tips in that regard? Of course. So I think it really depends on the category. So my kind of expertise is in the ingestible space. So I'll focus there. Um, The first thing is don't be fooled by packaging. The word natural is not regulated. So, you know, anyone can say that anything is natural and, you know, put leaves on the front of the the packaging and that doesn't mean (laughs) anything. So step one is look at the label and look for ingredients that you know um, and understand. So that's kind of like the first thing. I would also say to, to Google things because, you know, I think the impulse is like, if I haven't heard of that, then it's toxic, but that's not necessarily true. Like citric acid, for example, is something that I would kind of be wary of prior to to having started Hilma and gained a lot of knowledge in this space, but it's actually just like the compound that's found in citrus. So that's an, that's a natural Uh, ingredient, but it sounds kind of scary. Right. (laughs) Too scared of things, Google things. Um, broadly there are kind of four categories, um, 
that we at Helma try to avoid. And I think it's kind of a helpful rubric for anyone who is kind of trying to read their labels and be a little bit more selective. So the first is artificial sweeteners. So things like glycols, saccharin, sucralose, xylitol, um, erythritol, and then obviously like corn syrup and high fructose corn syrup. Um, so each of those can have like different negative effects. Um, the, the number one thing is really just affecting digestion. A lot of artificial sweeteners can actually make you like super bloated. Um, and they're actually included in many digestive products. <laughs> so it was wow. a little bit counterintuitive. So that's the first one, artificial sweeteners. The second is artificial preservatives. So you can look for things like benzoic acid, propyl gallate, um, sulfites, and sterates. Um, sterates actually are, inhibit your body's absorption of nutrients. So including them in a, in a supplement or a drug or really any product that you're consuming makes it less bioavailable. Like it makes it more difficult for your body to actually absorb what's the, the things in the product that are meant to be helping you. Wow. So those are good ones to avoid. Um, and then any synthetic colors, like these really serve no function in the product at all other than making it look a certain way, which isn't, <laughs> which like in theory, like we shouldn't really care about that much. So anything that's like an FD and C numbered color pigment, like you'll see like FDC blue five or something like that. And that's really just like a color. It doesn't need to be in the product. And often right, that just sounds... <laughs> Sounds bad. Yeah, it's not. It's not great, um, and it those often contain aluminum, which you you want to try Oof. to avoid. So yeah. those are kind of like three big ones, and then other big. There there are two others that we really care about a lot. One is called talc. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard that. There's been a lot of press around this ingredient. It's um, a mineral that was has frequently contains asbestos, which is a cancer causing toxin. Um, so, you know, that's been found in lots of consumer products, um, and is in many, um, OTC products. So that's something that is a big one to avoid. It's also found in a lot of, um, personal care and makeup products. So I would, if, if you're looking at, you know, clean beauty, that's one I would, um, try to avoid and also BPA. So that's just more of a packaging thing, but, um, that's important to us as well. Wow. And so I would a also lot. say like, this is, this is hard. Like it's, it's, yeah. I, I think like baby steps are the key. It's, it's easy to get overwhelmed in the space right. and you know, everyone's going to have to, you know, you get hungry and you eat a bag of chips. Like it happens. It's not the end of the world, <laughs> but it's yeah. just nice to have an under a foundational understanding of like what you should actually be avoiding and why. And I would just say right. like, as um, a resource for people who are interested in this on Hilma's website. Um, we have a no list that actually lists out every single ingredient that we don't include in our products and why. Um, so that might be helpful for people who are new to the space because it can definitely be overwhelming. That's so good. Well, yeah, I think as you're saying, Lily, like, you know, even hearing you talk about just ingestibles and all of the products to avoid in ingestibles and kind of, you know, the things that are so normal in so many products and can be so challenging to avoid. I'm assuming there are probably some listeners here who are like, okay, 
wow, that was a lot. <laughs> this is overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for someone who might be feeling that way and is wanting to start looking towards more like clean products, natural living, you know, whatever on a day-to-day life basis, what would be like the first step that you would recommend to them? Like, is there something that is kind of the easiest product or the easiest thing to start pursuing more cleaner options with? Like, I guess baby steps, take it back to like step one or two. (laughs) So I always say, first of all, I always, I believe that the most important category to focus on here is things that you're putting in your body. So like food and ingest things you're taking, like pills or supplements or drugs or whatever. So I think like starting there is, that's the best place to start if you're someone who's kind of looking for an entry point. Um, And what I always recommend for um, a process for other categories is like just when you run out of something, just instead of buying the same detergent that you always buy, just try the natural option. And and what's so amazing about the time that we're living in is that there are affordable natural options for literally everything. <laughs> so yeah. like you can if you if you're shopping at Target, you can instead of buying the, you know, standard conventional laundry detergent, you can grab the 7th generation one or the, you know, there's Target has a great brand. I'm the name is blank. I'm blanking on the name, but you know, Hilma is actually a target too. So if you're, instead of grabbing, you know, the sugary product that you grew up using, when you run out of that, pick up the Hilma instead. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same applies for, you know, skincare and beauty products, especially at target, they have a really amazing, um, selection of, of options to choose from. And so that's what I always say is just like, you don't have to throw everything out and like, start fresh one day. It's like you have your products, you've paid for them, use them. And then when you run out, just, just try to replenish with something that's clean and you can, Mm -hmm. um, you know, eventually like you'll, you'll have a a totally clean cabinet. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I love that you mentioned target because as you were talking, and even just the concept of, hey, wait till something runs out. Don't just like throw your entire house out yeah. and then you have to like go on a shopping spree and spend all this money. I think that's really helpful for people that are just like trying to get into more natural living and just taking these baby steps. But as you were talking, I was like, wait, okay, for somebody that's like overwhelmed with even where do I get the natural option? I like that you mentioned Target because that's just, at least in America, I know Target's not everywhere, but it it's a place that like, you don't have to like go online and try to find all these places that you have to order your dish detergent or your laundry detergent or your supplements all from online. Like it is, which I guess this is leading to a question. Would you recommend just like Target or your local uh, natural store or something that is a little bit easier to, to digest? Well, digest, not literally, but like (laughs) understand, comprehend um, versus like trying to go online and trying to find the replacement for like your Dawn dish detergent or something like that. Like, does that make sense? (laughs) Like trying to simplify it? I really think, um, I really think Target is a phenomenal place to start um, if you're a Target shopper, obviously. Um, Also, um, you know, Whole Foods is fantastic. Um, and, And really like most grocery stores. Like I was actually in, I'm in Philadelphia. I was in Acme the other day and like they have seventh generation there. Like there's, there really are clean options in most 
stores at this point. Um, and I really think that, you know, if you're looking for, I, I would say like the one place that's a little bit confusing and, and another reason why we started Hilma is kind of the supplements aisle. It's, it's like, you know, if you don't have a degree in herbalism, it's very difficult to figure right. out what you should be taking. Yeah. Um, and so that's actually why we, that's another reason that we thought Hilma was really needed because, you know, we talk a lot about our natural ingredients, but our products are called like upset stomach relief, like yeah. relief. Like here's what you need for this specific issue. Yeah. So um, I think if you're looking to break into to supplements or natural remedies, Hilma is a great place to start as well. Um, we're in Target, we're on Amazon, we're also on our own website. But, you know, I really think that right now is probably the easiest it's ever been yeah. to have a more clean approach to your your products because brands like Target have really invested and they make it easy to find too. There's like, they merchandise in the store. There's, there's a little symbol that they have clean at Target and you can find um, products across categories. One brand that I love, a couple of like Target brands, just since we're on the topic, um, obviously Hilma's there for, for household cleaning. I love seventh generation um, for personal care. I love method um, and skincare. Cococind has quickly become one of my favorite brands um, and they are amazing both from a, a label perspective but also from an, a sustainability perspective so uh, love that well I was literally yeah. gonna ask you like any quick like tips of products to start with for like across the board but you literally just answered that so that was perfect <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like I'm way ahead of the game <laughs> um Lily I would love to just ask kind of in in heading towards like wrapping up the interview, we love to ask just about every guest this question because the answers are just typically so different because everyone's experience is so different and, you know, their journey is so different. So for you in starting Hilma, what has kind of been the biggest lesson that you've learned in business so far? So I find it very hard to distill down to just one lesson because they're <laughs> the, the, the experience of starting a business is yeah. a learning experience. So I have three things that I always Perfect. say to this question. We um, love that. The first is talk to people who disagree with you um, mm. because it will only make your business stronger because you'll be able to either, either you'll understand what the questions are that a customer might have and you'll know yeah. how to answer them. Um, but you also will kind of learn where your weak spots are. And that is incredibly empowering in order to kind of strengthen your concept and your business, whatever it is. So yeah. that's number one. My second is do your research. I'm sure it has come across in this conversation that um, research is very important to me and everything that we do at Hilma. Um, but but it applies to any business or any concept. If you know the space, you know who your competitors are, it only strengthens your ability to articulate what you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, and it is incredibly important to, to have that sort of self-awareness almost of your business. Um, both, so I would say research like from a competitive perspective, but also just really understanding what your products, what's in your products, your own, your fulfillment process, just knowing everything about your business is really, really important. Mm. Um, and then the final one is just that you can do more than you think you can. 
Mm-hmm. And that is something that I've learned to be true. And it's one of the most um, fulfilling things uh, that I've learned from starting a business is kind of, you know, Nina Hillary and I worked for two years, just the three of us. And it was really amazing what we managed to pull off. And so I think, um, and, and way more than I had ever expected of myself. So I think um, for anyone who's thinking about starting something, you can do it. Mm, I love that. That's so good. Well, that even like goes back to kind of what you were, even your story at the beginning of you were like, hey, like we saw this need in the market and we were like, why don't we do that? Like, I just love the gumption and just the initiative that you guys took to even start that, not having any experience yourself in the medicine field or just any of that. Like, I think that's so encouraging for our listeners to hear, like, especially if they want to start a business or not even a business, if they just have something on their heart that they want to do, or they see a gap in the market, like you're just such an inspiring person to be like, no, do it. Like get out there, like get people on your team that can add the, the, uh, talents or the knowledge that you don't have and go for it. Like, I just think that's so encouraging. And all your other points. That was, that was incredible. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's definitely been like quite a wild ride and I'm very lucky to have such phenomenal partners. Um, Mm. oh my gosh. Yes. I love well, and that. Even, I'm just like, I'm just like, uh, what, what is the word? Permeating? That's not the word I'm trying to think of. I'm no. like thinking of like, even you guys naming your products. What did you say you named your products? Like stomach upset, yeah, stomach relief? Stomach relief, yeah. Something as simple as that. I think just, we've, we've talked about both business and lifestyle in this podcast, but from the business perspective of like, or even the marketing perspective of just naming your product something that's so, so simple for your customer to understand what it is, especially, and that kind of goes to your point of like really knowing your product and knowing what's in it, knowing how it's going to affect the market, especially like having a product in the medicine, like the, what did you say it was called? The OTC aisle? Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that like, that's a complicated experience for a consumer to walk down that aisle and feel overwhelmed with all of those different names and and, and not understanding what the products are or like what is going to alleviate your symptom or your problem, just like being clear. And I think that's a really good takeaway too, for anybody that's wanting to be better at marketing, no matter what business you're in, just like really understanding where the customers are coming from and being very clear on it and being like, hey, this is how my product's going to help you. Stomach upset solver. That's not what you said. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's actually such a good point. It's so... That has been a huge lesson that we've learned is like simplify, simplify, yeah. simplify, simplify. Like, especially when you're, you know, if you're the founder of a company, you are so deep in all of your messaging. It, it seems so obvious, like what all your products do and you know, what you're offering. And I think it's so important to just always like strip back as much as possible um, and really get at like, what is, what service am I bringing here? And make that the the clearest point. Mm. I love that. (laughs) Lily, you have been such a joy to talk to you today. You have given our listeners so much good information about honestly business and clean living and lifestyle and all of that. So where can everyone find you? Where can they get Helma? I know you said Target, but just drop all the places that they can find you and Helma. Of course. Um, thank you so much for having me, you guys. It was so much fun to chat with you. 
Um, so Hilma, you can find us, yes, at Target, also at our website, hilma.co. Um, we're also available on Amazon and on Thrive Market and Grove Collaborative, um, as well as like a few other small, smaller retailers. So you can look at our Find Us page for all of that. Um, on Instagram, we're at hilma underscore co. And then I'm Lily and you can find me on Instagram at Lily Galef. Amazing. Lily, you have been incredible. Thank you so much for your time, your knowledge, your inside scoop into the ingestible clean living space and just all of the the help and insight that you dropped for us today. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. 